0: Hello and welcome to the Zero to Finals podcast. My name is Tom and in this episode I'm going to be talking to you about congenital adrenal hyperplasia. And if you want to follow along with written notes on this topic you can follow along at zerodefinals.com slash C-A-H or in the endocrinology section of the Zero to Finals pediatrics book. So let's get straight into it. Congenital adrenal hyperplasia is caused by a congenital deficiency of the 21-hydroxylase enzyme and this causes underproduction of cortisol and aldosterone and overproduction of androgens or male sex hormones from birth. This is a genetic condition that's inherited in an autosomal recessive pattern and in a small number of cases it's caused by a deficiency of 11-beta-hydroxylase rather than 21-hydroxylase. Let's talk about steroid hormones. Testosterone is an androgen hormone. It's found in high levels in men and in low levels in women and it acts to promote male sexual characteristics. Glucocorticoid hormones act to help the body deal with stress, they raise blood glucose levels, they reduce inflammation and they suppress the immune system. Cortisol is the main glucocorticoid hormone. The levels of cortisol fluctuate during the day with higher levels in the morning and during times of stress. And Cortisol is released in response to adrenocorticotrophic hormone from the anterior pituitary gland. Mineralocorticoid hormones act on the kidneys to control the balance of salt and water in the blood. Aldosterone is the main mineralocorticoid hormone It's released by the adrenal gland in response to renin. Aldosterone acts on the kidneys to increase sodium reabsorption into the blood and increase potassium excretion into the urine. Therefore, aldosterone increases sodium and decreases potassium in the blood. Let's talk about the pathophysiology of congenital adrenal hyperplasia. 21-hydroxylase is the enzyme that's responsible for converting progesterone into aldosterone and cortisol. Progesterone is also used to create testosterone, but this conversion does not rely on the 21-hydroxylase enzyme. In congenital adrenal hyperplasia, there is a defect in the 21-hydroxylase enzyme. Therefore, because there's extra progesterone floating around, Cannot be converted into aldosterone or cortisol, it gets converted into testosterone instead. And the result is a patient with low aldosterone, low cortisol, and an abnormally high testosterone. Firstly, we'll talk about the presentation in severe cases. Female patients with congenital adrenal hyperplasia usually present at birth with virilized genitalia, which is also known as ambiguous genitalia which involves an enlarged clitoris due to the high testosterone levels. And this can make it difficult to distinguish the sex of the baby. Patients with more severe congenital adrenal hyperplasia present shortly after birth with hyponatremia or low sodium, hyperkalemia or high potassium, and hypoglycemia, which is low blood sugar levels. This leads to the signs and symptoms of the condition, which are poor feeding, vomiting, dehydration, and potentially arrhythmias. It can also present in a more mild way and patients who are less severely affected present during childhood or after puberty and their symptoms tend to be related to the high androgen levels. In female patients, they may be tall for their age, have facial hair, absent periods, a deep voice, and go through early puberty. A male patients may be tall for their age, have a deep voice, a large penis, small testicles and go through early puberty as well. Now for a tom tip, a textbook and exam clue that a patient has congenital adrenal hyperplasia is skin hyperpigmentation. Hyperpigmentation occurs because the anterior pituitary gland responds to low levels of cortisol by producing increasing amounts of ACTH. A byproduct of the production of ACTH is melanocyte stimulating hormone. And this hormone stimulates the production of melanin, which is pigment inside skin cells. So look out for skin hyperpigmentation associated with the other symptoms, and it may indicate congenital adrenal hyperplasia. Finally, let's talk about management. Management will be coordinated by specialist pediatric endocrinologists. patients will be followed up closely for their growth and development and treatment involves cortisol replacement usually with hydrocortisone in a similar way to the treatment of adrenal insufficiency, replacement of aldosterone with fludrocortisone and female patients with virilized genitals may require corrective surgery. So thanks for listening to this episode on Cogenital Adrenal Hyperplasia. A big thank you to Harry Watchman for perfectly editing this podcast. If you found the podcast helpful and you want written notes on this topic and all the other topics, head over to Amazon and pick up a copy of the Zero to Finals Pediatrics book. You can also find full audiobook versions of the Zero to Finals books on Audible, which are available to download so that you can take all the topics with you wherever you go and you can listen from cover to cover or to individual chapters and topics. You can also find notes, videos, illustrations and questions completely free on the Zero to Finals website at zerotofinals.com and I hope you tune in to the next episode where we'll talk about growth hormone deficiency.